So that's why I'm making the case that I think we need to stop pursuing happiness to be happy. That happiness is a byproduct, it's not a product in and of itself. That actually, as we pursue happiness, as we pursue it, we're really merely pursuing a distraction from our unhappiness. All Grown Up. Hey everybody, this is Polygoni, and welcome to another episode of the All Grown Up Podcast. Your 20s, your 30s, it's incredibly hard, incredibly important. That's why on each episode of the All Grown Up Podcast, we take a secret, a question, or a lie that too many of us are believing, and that's what we tackle for the episode. Again, I'm Polygoni, I'm the author of four books, the creator of allgrownup.com, G-R-O-A-N, All Grown Up. And I've pretty much divided, uh, devoted my whole life's work to this topic of how do we do our 20s, our 30s well? How do we set the foundation for our lives well? So for this episode, I'm going to tackle a lie, and I want to get straight to it. This lie comes from my new book, 25 Lies, 20-somethings need to stop believing. And let's be honest, 30-somethings need to stop believing, and teenagers and all of us need to stop believing, because there's a lot of truth in this book, and truth never gets old. But the lie that I want to tackle today is an important one. And when you first hear it, you might actually come after me. You might say, Paul's going crazy. Paul's lost his mind. Uh, because I don't think that's a lie at all. But let me, let me make my case before you start writing your email. Uh, just shelf that email for a second. And uh, let me make my case why I think this is a lie. And the lie is, I deserve to be happy. That's the lie. I deserve to be happy. And again, I, I, on face value, I can see how some people might get even offended or think uh, Paul's lost it when they first hear this because, of course, we all want to be happy. You know, in the States, it's about life, liberty, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, happiness is really something we all aspire to, to be, to be happy. I mean, I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be anxious. I, I want to be happy. I want to be filled with joy. But I guess that's the point of this lie is that when we are believing or when we're saying, I deserve to be happy, and, and typically when I see this on, let's say, Twitter or Instagram, somebody saying, well, I deserve to be happy. Really, what I think we're saying most of the time is, I'm about to make some pretty terrible life decisions, but I don't want anybody calling me on them because I deserve to be happy. But yet, deep down inside, we know, and this is the problem, and this is where the lie is, that when we are saying and pursuing happiness, and I deserve to be happy, and I want to be happy, so I'm going to do this thing that's going to make me happy, typically, we leave that process, we leave that decision, we leave that experience, that when we're pursuing happiness full out, we come back, and we feel more miserable than ever before. We feel less happy, that our pursuit of happiness has actually been counterproductive. And that's what I write about in my book. And that's the problem with the lie is that uh, when we start living by, I want to be happy, I deserve to be happy, we start making some really bad decisions. And um, when we're unhappy with our lives, we can too easily pursue a quick counterfeit happiness that leaves us feeling worse off than before. Maybe a spending spree becomes the answer to unhappiness for you. Or abusing some substance that always leaves you feeling worse, yet wanting more. Or getting back into an unhealthy relationship that made you very unhappy, 
But at this specific moment of unhappiness, it suddenly becomes the logical, illogical answer to filling that void. We don't end up finding happiness when we pursue happiness. We merely find a distraction from our unhappiness. When we pursue happiness, we don't end up finding happiness. We're merely merely distracting ourselves from our unhappiness. And as I write about in the book about a study that the UC Berkeley psychologist Iris Moss and fellow researcher Maya Tamer, uh, as they studied, and, and this was cited in Berkeley News, they found that people who placed a higher premium on happiness reported higher rates of stress, discontentment, and even depression than those who did not set a happiness goal. The result suggests that the proverbial pursuit of happiness can actually heighten awareness of how one is falling short of that goal. So they did this study and they found that those who were pursuing happiness as the goal ended up reporting more unhappiness than those who didn't pursue happiness as their goal. So do you see what I'm saying? There's, there's something going on here. And, and my heart for this, and, and hear me out on this, that, that I want you to live a full, meaningful, purposeful life. I want you to be filled with overwhelming joy. I want you to have health and prosperity and meaning and purpose and worth. A deep knowing of who you are, who you're made to be, what you're made to do on this earth. And that's why I think this is an important thing to talk about. Because I know I found in my own life that in those times and those moments where I've just pursued happiness, I just got to pursue happiness. Merely what I'm doing is I'm pursuing a distraction. I'm pursuing a, a medication of sorts that's just going to gloss over the problem. That's just going to alleviate the problem just for a second. It's just like a smoker who smokes cigarettes to relieve anxiety, to find peace. Well, I think as we all know, if you've ever been a smoker, if you ever smoke a cigarette, it's not like you smoke that one cigarette and it's just that magical moment where you're like, okay, I think I'm good. I think I'm good for the next five years. That one cigarette did it. It totally soothed all my anxiety for the next five years. I'm good. Right? That never happens. It maybe soothes that anxiety for a few fleeting moments until you need your next hit. Until we need our next hit of happiness. So I think in the book, I use the metaphor of uh, the fire festival. If you watched any of the fire festival documentaries, you heard the fire festival story. This is kind of what I, I picture in this pursuit of happiness and this, I deserve to be happy no matter what is a bunch of people signing up to go to the fire festival. And if you don't know anything about the fire festival, I don't want to get into all the details. There's numerous documentaries about it now. Basically, it was just a completely a shiz, a shiz show, you know, a shiz storm, uh, because everything fall, fell apart. It's this concert on this, uh, private island, it used to be owned by a drug lord. Uh, they're gonna put on all these bands, Blink 182, and all these bands were gonna come. They're gonna be put up in these luxury suites and all this stuff. And basically, it was all a lie. None of it was real. It was all this facade. And they got some influencers on Instagram to go and do this sexy promo video. They spent millions on marketing. They didn't spend as much on the actual production of the event. So all these people come. They spend thousands to go to the fire Festival. And they show up and they're staying not in suites, not in villas, but in relief, emergency relief tents. And they're eating these, these famous, this famous picture of these, you know, cheese sandwiches out of these styrofoam uh, plates and it wasn't exactly actually it wasn't 
exactly the luxury that everybody was envisioning. So their pursuit of happiness, I'm going to go to a fire festival and I deserve to be happy. So nobody tell me I can't go. It turned out to be an absolute disaster. And I think that's the case for most of our pursuits of happiness. So I, I put some quotes in the book and I love these quotes. One from Booker T. Washington. I began learning long ago that those who are happiest are those who do the most for others. So Booker T. Washington, those who are happiest are, are actually those who do the most for, for others. Or this quote by uh, Helen Keller. Many people have a wrong idea of what constitutes true happiness. It is not attained through self-gratification, but through fidelity, through pursuing a worthy purpose. So again, it's a different way to go about this pursuit of happiness. And so that's the question is, is can we pursue happiness as the product or is happiness and joy a natural byproduct of pursuing something else? So like Berkut T. Washington is talking about that happiness is a byproduct of serving others, of loving others, of doing things for others, that then happiness is a natural byproduct out of that action. Or Helen Keller is saying that happiness is a natural byproduct of pursuing a worthy purpose. And the way I envision it is, you know, it's kind of the difference between we, you know, we all need water. We all need water to survive. I think that's a pretty well-known fact at this point for all of us, uh, a truth that we can all stand on. But I see this pursuit of happiness as the difference between if you were just, if you're just relying on the rainfall, uh, for your water all the time. And you don't even have any like buckets or anything to hold the rainwater, but you're just literally running outside with your mouth open and trying to get enough rain to fall in your mouth to quench your thirst. That's how I really picture the, the pursuit of I deserve to be happy to look like. Instead of having this established well, let's say in your backyard, where it, there's water always there at the bottom and you can you can dip your bucket in, you can do the work, you can pull the water out and you will be refreshed. You will quench your thirst that way. So instead of relying on some like amazing experience, this amazing adventure, this amazing road trip or this amazing trip that I'm going to take pictures of and document on Instagram of me running out into the rain and catching the water and it's this magical slow motion video. Instead of you just going to your backyard, pulling up the bucket, getting a drink. It's not that sexy. It's not that magical, but it is magical because there's water there all the time. Like you have this well spring of joy and contentment and meaning and purpose. So you're not so worried about, am I happy in the moment or not? Because I just feel full. I feel rich and not even rich with uh, stuff, but just rich with my life. That it is a life that I'm living of meaning and purpose and worth. So that's why I'm making the case that I think we need to stop pursuing happiness to be happy. That happiness is a byproduct. It's not a product in and of itself. So instead, let's pursue meaning. Let's pursue purpose. Let's pursue wisdom and truth. Let's pursue doing good work. Let's pursue loving others well. Let's pursue making and creating something beautiful and life-giving. Let's pursue spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical health. Then, if we pursue some of these things, if we spend our time and our energy and, and our thoughts on these things, I promise that joy and contentment will more naturally flow from this consistent spring of life than from the dried up creek of happiness.
So I want us to live happy, joyful, meaningful lives. And I think for many of us, that's got to stop with the pursuit of happiness. That actually, as we pursue happiness, as we pursue it, we're really merely pursuing a distraction from our unhappiness. So it's a challenge for all of us today. It's a challenge for us to think differently. So if you're sitting here today and you feel very unhappy, well, maybe don't stop doing the same habits that have led you to more and more unhappiness. Change things up. Start pursuing relationships. Call a friend or two who you haven't talked to in a while. Start pursuing that project that you know you've wanted to tackle, but you've just stopped yourself out of fear and insecurity. Pursue doing a better job at your job. Even if it's a job that that doesn't feel like your dream job, it feels like a crappy job. Well, pursue doing good work there because you can still learn so much in that job, even if it doesn't feel anything like a dream job. You know, don't worry about your job uh, being the wrong job. Worry about yourself bringing the wrong you to that job. Do good work wherever you're at. And watch joy and contentment and meaning and purpose flow from that as you're as you're growing a skill set. Because that might be the whole point of this job is to is to learn and grow and harness a skill set that you can take to the next job. So I think like any of us, you know, it's kind of like that that metaphor of that epic road trip, you know, the fire festival or you know, whatever it is, but that epic road trip, I'm gonna go on this road trip. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to escape all my problems, which really that's kind of what it is. I'm going to escape my problems. I'm going to go on this road trip with a few friends. We're going to go experience all these things, have this adventure. And while it's great and you have some great memories, probably some ups and downs on the trip because it's harder than it looks from the onset. But then you come back and what's waiting there uh, for you with a smirk and open arms. It's all those same problems that you left behind. Except maybe now the problems are even greater. Because now you're $10,000 in debt from your epic road trip. Or no, those relationships that you left behind are now, uh, they have a bigger rift than before. Or that job that you quit, they're not having you come back. So the problems are bigger than before. So let's pursue meaning. Let's pursue building our home where we are. And not feeling like, well, I got to go on some epic adventure all the time to find happiness. No, happiness is here. It's kind of like the alchemist, if you've ever read The Alchemist, where they, they go on this wild adventure, all these stories, all these metaphors uh, of this person going on this adventure, but then comes back home and he realizes that the treasure wasn't out there. The treasure was there at home all along, right beneath him. That's where the contentment and joy and meaning was found, not out there somewhere, but here. So how do we focus on here? How do we focus on building our home? How do we focus on digging that well so that we can have a consistent spring of joy, contentment, peace, worth, a deep knowing who you are and what you're made to be instead of this wild uh, pursuit of happiness that will never fill our cup, that will always wanting us more. So that's my argument for why I think I deserve to be happy is actually a lie. And as we move away from that lie, we can be filled with more joy, more truth, more meaning, more worth than ever before. Thank you, everybody. This is Paul Ingoni. This is the All Grown Up Podcast. If you've just stumbled across the podcast today, make sure to subscribe wherever you like listening to podcasts so you can be updated when new ones come out about once a week. You can find me at allgrownup.com, G-R-O-A-N, allgrownup.com. 
and I pray joy, peace, worth over you today.